0: And today Sally's going to look at some great things, and I mean great. So they are things in Australia that are known with the uh, with the word great. And we'll also take a look at some walks around our fabulous country. Time to talk travel with Sally Lucas. Now, Sally, great. We know our country's great, but some things actually say they're great in their title, don't they?
1: <laughs> yes, they do. It just reminds me of... Um, oh, you. The UK comedian.
0: That one you can't the, quite remember the, the name com- of. But, oh, he was, he's uh, Stephen. Amos. Amos.
1: Stephen K. Amos. Uh, yeah, Stephen K. Amos. He was on my show once and he was saying how intelligent Australians were, you know, how we, we have a road along the ocean. So we call it the Great Ocean Road mm-hmm. and we have a, a desert It's full of sand, and we call it the Great Sandy Desert, and that's what made me think about this. So we must must be very good at naming our landmarks, you know, the snowy mountains. Yes, they do get snow on the the Sunshine Coast. Yeah, it gets sunshine. But anyway, uh, we do have a lot of places, 10 places that they say. There may even be more than that, but 10, I guess, fairly important places that we call great. So we've got the Great Barrier Reef, and, of course, it is great, though, because it's 2,300 kilometres of islands and coral beds that can be seen from space. So that's, that's why that is very, very good. Uh, we are worried, though, these days, of course, with climate change and coral bleaching, of course, that we want to try and keep it as pristine as we can and do all the right things. Um, and, of course, you can go to the reef all year round as well. It's not like it's a, you know, you're not close to the coast where you get your stingers and so on. So it's, it's you know, year round. Though you wouldn't want to go there in the really tropical heat. Uh, yeah.
0: Yes, so sometimes are better
1: than others, but it is course. possible. It's, it's actually safe. It is safe to mm-hmm. go there all year round. And, of course, we've got the Great Australian Bight in South Australia. Yes. And, um, and so, that's pretty magnificent too. And, and this is, sounds really funny. You can draw a line from Cape Parsley in Western Australia to Cape Carrot, Kano, sorry, in um, South Australia, and that's the Great Australian Bight, a lot of ocean, a lot of coast. Uh, so, yes, and you can visit the Bight and its coastline year round but of course these days we can't go to everywhere just yet but we can put all these on our little bucket list when we start travelling again Um, the Great Sandy Desert so it's 285,000 square kilometres of desert that, that's mm, amazing, it's big, isn't it's it? M- and it's home to many Indigenous communities as well as a rich variety of flora and fauna. So, um, yes, you can't always, you've got to be careful, of course, what time you want to go there, carrying plenty of water and, you know, extra fuel and probably a GPS system would be very worthwhile as and well. And know how to handle four-wheel drive, drive. conditions. exactly. Yeah. And, yeah. and make sure you check your conditions, obviously, before mm, you go, yeah. that's, that's the important thing.
0: I do think it's really interesting. It's a desert and we think of a desert as, being something with no life, but there is, in fact, a lot, lot of, of life.
1: Yes, yes. Desert life is different, but it's, it's certainly life. Um, the Great Ocean Road. Well, we all know about the Great Ocean Road, though we don't have all our apostles anymore. Mm. Uh, how many have we got
0: left, Jane? Well, I think we got one extra, didn't we, when the,
1: <laughs> when London Bridge <laughs> fell
0: down? <laughs> down so. So um, probably 13.
1: Yeah, oh, well, <laughs> however many it is, they call it, we call it the 12 apostles still anyway. Um, it's only 243 kilometres long, but, of course, it is a very attractive piece of road driving to go along that way, um, the Great Otway National Park, of course, and you go there into the lighthouse around there and the koala population is superb. If you've never seen them in the wild, I'll guarantee you'll just see cars stop and people gazing upwards because there's just on that drive into the lighthouse, there's a heap of koalas, which is lovely to see. Um, again, you'd want to want to go there. I suppose the winter would be pretty freezing, but I mean, if you rug up, I guess you could say it's year round as well, isn't it?
0: Yes, although you might have got snow if- if you were there just uh, oh, over the last little walk. gosh, yeah, it down feels 300 like 300 metres around. snow here today. <laughs>
1: um, now this one, this is uh, I didn't even realise. I think I had heard of it, but I don't know a lot about it. Is the Great Mackerel Beach, really? and it's um, you can get there via water taxi from Palm Beach in Sydney. Ah. So there you go. That'd be part of uh, Pitwater. Yes, or or Pitwater Karangai Chase National Park, and um, if you're one of only 36 people who actually live on this little part of that beach. So, yes, your access is there by water taxi. So there you go. That's mm. something different, isn't it? The Great Dividing Range, of course, we all know about that, that goes all the way down our east coast, of course, from Queensland all the way through to Victoria. And, of course, there's, that's 3,500 kilometres of mountains that you can visit various you know parts of them all along the way which is fantastic uh, great keppel island of course mm-hmm. there's another great um and it's perfect for really around about I, I usually say with most of those barrier reef resorts not to go in the summer months unless you really have to because you, you we do get our tropical weather then as well so yeah. i think it's nicer to go you know from probably say may through to october or those, settled that sort of, weather there, yeah. Mm. Um, the Great Oyster Bay. Now that's uh, on the um, Fraser Peninsula. So there you go oh. in Tasmania. So mm. and it's got it's hemmed in by the Fraser Peninsula on one side and Schuoten an Island on the other. And it's got pink granite peaks of the Hazard Mountain Range. Oh, very nice. Which is something very different to visit as well. And the bay is accessible year-round on an easy drive from Hobart, but again, I wouldn't be doing that in the winter. (laughs) Not the way the weather they've had, Reese. Coldest recorded temperature ever, I think it was, in Tasmania, either today or yesterday.
0: Yes, I think it was, Yeah. That's right. And then
1: uh, another one we've got is the Great Palm Island. And that, of course, is uh, out from Townsville where you can do some wonderful snorkelling, etc., out there. And lastly, the Great Victoria Desert, which spreads from between Western Australia and South Australia. And it's about twice the size of the United Kingdom so well, there you go good. that's how big it is and you've not only got sand hills, as you've mentioned james but you've got grasslands you've got salt lakes you've got a whole heap of interesting stuff in there and winter's probably the best time to to head into that sort of area of the world
0: and i have to say that it, i had never thought before i went down that way that victoria would have some real outback but it is real outback
1: conditions it's and, lovely and like mungo Mm. Bottom, you know, corner of New South Wales. Well, and New I, South Wales has plenty of that. Yeah, and there. I never knew that we had such a, you know, until I visited that yes. Lake Mungo, and it's a fascinating. It is place fascinating. to visit. It's not on our great list, but it's still great to go.
0: We're talking travel, Sally Lucas some great walks there are in Australia. Some of them are even called Great Walks. Exactly.
1: We're back to that great name again, aren't we? We So there is a company called Great Walks of Australia and also they've been, you know, busting to reopen some of these walks and some of them are and they'll be reopening some again soon. So we just thought we'd mention some of those that you, you know, you can do. Now a new one is a five-day scenic rim trail in Queensland which opened in June and it's already apparently had an Incredible reception from people that have, have done it. And it's the biggest ever eco tourism project. Um, and part of this has never been charted before. And it's a subtropical sort of track. So it's southwest of Brisbane, um, roughly west of Lamington. National Park, I guess, yes, and it's called like it. Main Range National Park. So it's quite a, an extinct volcanic area where, you know, they are walking on the rim of oh, the crater that's 20 million years old, and you go through all sorts of ecosystems from strangler figs to rainforest to ferns, and they've been given permission, the people who have put this walk together, to put in some eco cabins. So you, you stay in lovely accommodation every night. Some of them are tree canopy pods uh, on the ground and they're all sort of made that they can be movable so even though they're fully built you know they're they're sort of yeah and of course you get your food and your lovely glass of wine at the end of the day and you it's about a 61 kilometer that one and you do about 12 kilometers a day but you do have to hike up to 1100 meters so you know it's Mm. still not for the (laughs) faint-hearted now the others of course that we've probably a lot of people have heard of is the classic Larapinta Trek in the Northern Territory which you can do. You can do parts of that of course or you can do the whole whole trek and they're hoping that they will start up again on the 1st of August um, so you can get a walk there again with a private safari style tent and so that's quite a nice, nice one to do. And um, that of course is west from Alice Springs. It is yes yeah. west from Alice Lovely Springs. Sorry, that country. Um, Tasmania of course once it opens up again we've got so many beautiful walks you can do in Tasmania. I know we We've mentioned a few before, Jane, but like the Cradle Mountain Hut Walk, the Three Capes Walk, uh, the Freycinet Experience, Mariah Island, the lovely Bay of Fires Lodge Walk as well. Uh, and So there you go. And also then you've got in... Um, Western Australia, when they open, the Cape to Cape Walk in the Margaret River, which would be lovely to do in the wildflower season if it does open up. And you've also got the Seven Peaks Walk on Lord Howe Island that you can do. is all part of the great walks of Australia. So, yeah, that's just a few to sort of get you interested. The other one that – well, it's not actually a walk, but – well, it is. You, you walk in there. But in when we were in Western Australia um, – what was it? Last year or the year before? Might have been the year before. I lose track. No, I think it was last year. Um, we went into the Kalbari um, area and they were in the middle of just still building the Skywalk. And it's now complete. And I haven't got photos of it with me today. I just couldn't find them. But I saw it recently, I think, in a travel magazine. So that you're going about 500 kilometres north of Perth on the Coral Coast. Of course, it's well known for its national park and et cetera there. But this um, takes you to another level. It looks fantastic. It's 100 metres high. It reminds me of the one built over the Grand Canyon. So you've got two cantilevered viewing platforms that extend 25 and 7 metres beyond the rim of the Murchison River Gorge.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. It, it looks, yeah, you wouldn't want to be scared of heights, I don't think. Um, it was a $24 million project. Of course, they've be putting toilets, shade shelters and paths so they make uh, wheelchair Accessible and um, you're not that far from another part in there, one and a half kilometres within that park. It's called the Window, which is a layered sandstone formation, which you get a frame view of, of the river. So, yes, yeah, so hopefully Western Australia's Coral Coast will be lovely to go and do that in Kalbari. So it's an amazing area. I must admit, I found it quite spectacular. And beautifully uh, red rock. Oh, yeah, wasn't it? So yeah. red. Yeah. Still is, I think. Yeah, well, Even it is. If we're not there. We still will be. All of the above. <laughs> <laughs> and just before we go, Jane, on this segment, I just thought when we were talking about greats, if you want to do anything great around the rest of the world, you've got the Great Rift Valley, yes. which actually is incredible. It actually stretches all the way from Lebanon to Mozambique. But of course, it's more well known at its deepest point, which is in Kenya. So, um, you know, if you imagine the old Lion King movies and things, that was supposedly all in the, the Great Rift Valley. You've got the Great Lakes in the US, which is the largest group of freshwater lakes on earth by area. And then it's in the um, areas that got Superior, Michigan, Huron, Huron rather, Erie and Ontario, which is just fantastic. The Great Wall of China, of course, we all know that is one hell, hell of a Great, yeah, isn't it? Twenty-one thousand kilometres of great. Um, you've got Great Britain. <laughs> yes. So there you go. Your our love is still there. Aussies still love going to Great Britain. Now I'm probably not going to pronounce this one right, but if you ever make it to southern Iraq, this is an impressive ziggurat, which I believe is a um, a Neo-Sumerian temple and it's the Ziggurat of Ur in Iraq, and it was first constructed in the Bronze Age, and they reckon it's the most impressive you'll ever see. We're talking travel, and Sally
0: Lucas, now there are still, even in these days, there are some hot deals around, aren't there?
1: Well, we're trying to encourage people to travel when we can and, you know, to make a booking to help support the industry and everyone in it, um, of course. Now, this is the Great Barrier Reef thing. We're talking about the greats today. Um, This is a seven-day cruise you can do on the Coral Discoverer, um, which is a lovely small vessel, and you go to far uh, untouched and more far flung. Um, islands if you like and reefs so you the northern reefs and you go at osprey escape ribbon reefs etc there's a marine biologist on board you get beautiful cuisine local beer and wines and you even do cruise down the daintree river as well which is lovely learn about indigenous culture colonial history at cooktown visit fitzroy island and you relax on the spectacular nudie beach oh.
0: Is that compulsory? (laughs) I don't think so.
1: (laughs) You also visit a turtle rehabilitation centre on Fitzroy or Lizard Island Research Station as well. And, of course, you've got that wonderful reef to swim, snorkel and dive in. Now, this is an eight-day, seven-night package, which includes one-night pre cruise accommodation in Cairns. And there's dates out for towards the end of the year, like around October, November, because mm. we're just not sure, of course. Queensland is not shut off to everyone, though, as you all know. It's mainly Victoria and and, and hotspots. <laughs>
0: yes. Anywhere yeah.
1: that's considered, well, on their list are considered hotspot. But you yes. can go online and check any of those border closures on the government websites. They're quite up to date all the time. So there's no excuse. And you've got to get permits to remember Uh, as well and that sort of starts from under $5,000 for that but that would be a wonderful thing to do and we mentioned the walks today, well you can do these scenic rim trails, they actually do do two and three day ones Jane as well as a five and a seven day, so there's quite a range there and everything's included when you go on these as I said Um, you're getting a a guided walk as as well and you're also getting of course your your meals etc included and your accommodation so there's various uh, departures on that available and they'll will be starting again soon they haven't got exact dates as yet but they'll be ranging from like fifteen hundred dollars up depending on the length of the trail that you're doing. Now, Kangaroo Island would love to have us back there as soon as we can as well. Such a wonderful island that was so devastated by those bushfires. But um, I was reading another interesting thing today how koalas are changing their eating habits, Um, that they don't usually eat the young shoots, but because all that's coming back from the bushfires, they usually like the more mature leaves. So they're just wondering if that's going to, be a permanent change for koalas or you know so just necessity just necessity Mm. that's right now this is a seven-day guided tour that explores the length and breadth of kangaroo island which will give you an insight to the underlying geology of the island which is quite unique its different landforms and soils and also of course you've got such a wonderful natural environment and wonderful local produce there as well. This also visits the Signet River Valley as well. You learn about olive growing. You do a Zodiac cruise of the Bay of Shoals and you go to each end of the island. It's a big island so you're doing the whole island. Um, You visit a local honey producer, the Kangaroo Island Spirits. They make you know, gins and all sorts of spirits there um, and it's based at the Mercure Kangaroo Island Lodge so that's a seven day six night package which starts from under five and a half thousand and also if you really want to do something wild and different how about discovering the outback by air with exclusive flying safaris yeah. so the classic safari company have got some unique itineraries that you, what you can see in a few days what would take you weeks or months if you were travelling by road so if you haven't got the time but you'd like to go on the comfort of a private aircraft with no security lines or boarding delays because they're private aircraft, um, you have a a trained aviator that goes with you. So some of the ones that you can do is an Outback Aussie pub crawl, which I thought sounded interesting. Um, So that covers over 4,000 kilometres visiting eight pubs in five days, visiting Burke, Birdsville, William Creek, Broken Hill and more. Um, There's another one called an Outback Loop by Air. It's five days. These are ex-Sydney, by the way. And you visit remote towns of Birdsville, William Creek as well, different stations visit the flinders ranges lake air Winton. Mm. so really quite interesting aren't they jane mm, uh, yes. and yes and they will be adding more but they these are just great so yeah it just sounds so fantastic i reckon that'd be a wonderful way to see this lovely part of our country from the air but then land down and experience the the land as well so some nice little short stays for someone who wants to to get away
0: and uh, there is still plenty we can think about, dream about but, and even do exactly as, well, exactly as we talk travel. Thank you, Sally Lucas. Thanks, Jane. On 2NURFM.
1: Thanks for listening to this podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle. Topics range from gardening to health, well-being, pet care, finance, business and travel. You'll find them all at 2NURFM.com.